Is it some devil that crawls inside of you? This is a really cool space, and I'm really stoked to have it while my studio is getting done or finished. Yeah? Yeah, which is just a you know, spare bedroom. Yeah. Oh, got it. Okay. So that's where lucky. your studio is? Yeah, it's literally yeah. going to be in. So it works for me, too, because like, if there's someone I don't know and I have to meet through someone else, coming over here is probably like nice and neutral. It's not, hey, will you come to my house in the ghetto, you yeah. know? Yeah, Stairs. that's a Which good way always, to put it. Yeah, 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 that's how I feel. Yeah. Um, welcome, welcome, Tiff. Thanks, Dallas. <laughs> so you uh, did how many stand-up sets now? <laughs> I did two. You did two? Yeah. That's a lot more than some people who wish they were comedians do, like by 200% at least. What were they like? Well, let's see. The first one was in November, and so just so I can like organize that answer. And um, the second one was in January. So like, for the first one, I had thought for a while about what I wanted to joke about, and then like, the Monday before that Friday's show, I like started like writing it down or putting it in the Google Drive, mm -hmm. which is usually my go-to, but then I don't oh, know if you oh remember. Yeah. No, yeah, talk to me. The, um, the night that I was trying to add the jokes to Google Drive, the power went out. <laughs> no, like all around? <laughs> In like, it looked like it was like our entire like condo community. Uh-huh. Um, and I think across the street too, because the street lights were out, and there's a church across the street. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember something about that now. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I did make a joke about it because oh, really? yeah, in in my set, that was one of the Damn. earlier things I said was and like, I had just moved, talking about like kind of the stresses of moving and yeah. how it's like hoarders and camping. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah traveling, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. and then you know amidst all that. Uh, trying to like get ready for the first time I'm ever gonna do stand-up comedy and then the power goes out so I can't use Google Drive and I could use my phone but of course like it was a night where my phone needed to be charged because yeah. it's and a new no phone and it doesn't dies. need to charge until like every two or three days you oh, know really what the hell yeah that's a, called an old phone and it's called a flip phone <laughs> actually no, what not. the fuck <laughs> I mean yeah it, it's battery is about as long as a flip phone's that's wild what kind of phone do you have a nuclear fusion sound phone like an ad but no it's um a Motorola 5G with a stylus. <laughs> oh, with a stylus? They have styluses back? Where the fuck have yeah, I been? Yeah. I, did, I, did, I didn't awesome. get a stylus. I didn't get my first smartphone until like, uh, gosh, the end of the Obama administration. That's, I think my first touch screen yeah, phone. Yeah, okay. That's about when I got my first smartphone too. Really? Yeah. But it oh. wasn't that late. Uh, his first administration was like ended in... Um, 2012 yeah. when he got reelected. So yeah. I got my first smartphone like late in 2011. Oh yeah, M mine was 2014. Okay, That's what I'm so saying. a little bit later. Yeah, got a little it. bit so later. You were, you were like halfway two. through Obama's second term. Yeah, exactly. No, it was later than that. I think I think I was like, uh, fucking teen. No, I was probably 20, 21, 
21 by the first time I got like a real smartphone, like an iPhone. Yeah. I've been I, g- iPhone gang ever since though. I think it's funny. Like everyone gets, <laughs> I just love get, like getting other people riled up. So when yeah. everyone's like pro Android, just like shit all over them. Yeah. It's so much fun. Well, you can if you want, but I love my Android. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. It has a stylus. The battery lasts yeah. fucking 20 times yeah. as long as my phone. Seriously. I can't talk any shit. Yeah. And, um, there's even like um, digital uh, coloring. Like there's an oh, app really? that I can open, cool. and um, there's some that just came like on the uh-huh. app in the phone, and, and then I think you just... can like download your own too. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Well, so it's like a normal phone is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. But I mean, I, I can color with the stylus. I understand, and I'm very unique. envious right now because I want to <laughs> do like digital art yeah. and stuff. Because my, you know, my napkin art just really isn't cutting it. But digital <laughs> art would be really cool to be able to like. <laughs> add colors and not have to go to Michael's to buy the fucking yeah. colors or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, let's get back to your stand-up. Yeah. Yes. Uh, tell me all about the way it felt and what it was like in your experience. <clears throat> Cause I did my first one right across the street. Uh, it was three years ago and there's a pandemic who happened that happened. I don't know if you remember. And there was uh, like a big what, gap. What was the, what was the pandemic called again? What was the virus? Wasn't uh, it like uh like Spanish flu or something. Yeah, so, something, something <laughs> like that. Something related. Yeah. But forever ago, and I couldn't you, tell you how it felt. Now. Yeah, you did your show across the street. So where across the street? This is back when I, I and I used to be oh. uh, the beach. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. and it was indoors, and it went great, and it felt really good, and I was like, okay, I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. And it was like my friend helped me do uh, just like this. Like friend asked me to, you know, help be a part of a show and make a night happen. And I was like, sure. And I did 20 minutes, which is a long time for any stand up to do. That's like less than 10 years experience to five years experience. You know? Yeah. 20 minutes is a lot. I mean, yeah, I'm not is. saying it was punches the whole time. But, yeah. You know, Based on there. my experiences doing it. Yeah. I would feel like 20 minutes was too much <laughs> for me anyway Oof. i couldn't believe i'm i'm sorry i'm talking about myself here i'm not trying to ask you about how your <laughs> went your fucking set went damn it Tell it's me. okay it's okay i mean it's better to not be one-sided i guess but i'll i'll finish and sounds then very one-sided you can share more <laughs> yeah whatever um I guess it's in my personality. Like I'll let people speak as much as they want to. <laughs> and then, Just wait, wait to see how stupid they are. <laughs> no, but when they're finished, then I'll, you know, I'll respond and then hopefully get my airtime. <laughs> I think, I think you're just a good listener. It sounds like maybe because I'm not so much. That's okay. I have like verbal diarrhea half the time. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, yeah, you do. It's awful. <laughs> I mean, because I've been listening to the podcast oh, to kind of like prepare thing. for oh, really? today. Yeah. I always wonder like what I, <laughs> I, that's always a fun conversation when I have someone on. I'm like, so, so, I really don't care. But do you like listen to the podcast? And they're like, oh, mm, honestly, no, never listen to it. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. This is perfect. So I decided to pay attention, um, partly because Casey recorded and, yeah. you know, wanted to listen to his. Um, Casey's my boyfriend for anybody that is listening that two, uh, two, two episodes doesn't know that yeah probably two to three episodes back from yeah the, this one his was like right before new year's and right after christmas yeah really oh wow yeah but that's right it's a good time anyway um and then i listened to the one that was most recent 
yeah with your friend that you knew from the nipomo video store uh-huh yeah that's so cool um i haven't listened back to that one so i don't even remember what it was really like because <laughs> i drove there from after work and mm-hmm. i was like exhausted so um what'd you think what was it was it like was it good was it bad was it horrible i, I liked I it didn't even use these this oh equipment. yeah yeah you didn't even have like your full equipment yeah i just got to sit there it was nice it was like i was on someone else's podcast i yeah. walked into their studio and just like sat down and i didn't have to fuck with the recording equipment i just had to put my foot in my mouth a couple that was was easy yeah yeah i i have a comment about that a positive comment but i'll save it for later so we don't get off track so forget and i'll never hear positivity again in my life but well (laughs) i don't think i'll forget (laughs) um because it's also relevant to like where we are right now but anyway um i enjoyed it and i appreciated the uh the insight and the commentary on like the manic pixie dream girl was really interesting <laughs> yeah because like i don't know if you know like where that term came from um i want to say it came from garden state i don't know i mean yes like movie, but like, like those exact words at least i think based on um just a video from YouTube that I saw. It's from this author, John Green, who wrote yeah. The Fault in Our Stars. Yeah, I've yeah, read, you I've know read uh, most of his books. Yeah, yeah, I've read like three of them. I don't know <laughs> how many Dork, he's... I've read way more than you. <laughs> well, read... I don't know how many he's published, but... <laughs> well, let's see. The Fault in Our Stars, Looking for Alaska, and mm-hmm. Abundance of Catherines, um, Paper Towns. Those mm-hmm. are the ones I've read. Okay, yeah. I've read three of those four. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Good shit. Anyway, um, he came up with the term, and I don't know really? if it's in one of his novels somewhere or if he just like said it in a blog or something. Oh, but, yeah. I used to watch his blog, too. That's oh, funny. interesting. That's yeah, so I never weird. did. I can't but, believe I'm the same person. I cannot believe I'm telling you these things. I forgot these things about myself. Yeah. That is wild. <laughs> so... um yeah, that is really interesting, but I think it was like finally there was a term to describe like that uh that what's it called? Um that type of woman. Yeah. Like that type of person. I can't think of the word right now, but someone will help me think of it later. <laughs> um when they listen back and right in that, with Yes, yeah. thank you. Oh, I was, was thinking it was something with a letter P, but no yeah, archetype. Yeah. Okay, that's funny. I didn't want to just throw yeah. some asshole word and so in there, that yeah archetype. the archetype of like yeah. person of that type of woman and how it's actually not very positive. possible or oh, possible i was saying positive oh or no it's not positive <laughs> not possible. or possible um or realistic because it's kind of like you know we all have our issues or difficulties and you know there's a way to deal with them and there's a way that is just toxic and um is about an influence on others yeah, as I, well. So I like that. And I liked what you said about like, I don't even know if you called it toxic masculinity yeah. or yeah, maybe you did. Yeah. Yeah. Along those lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I couldn't help it, but I was kind of like bracing myself because I don't know you super well. And yeah, I didn't yeah, know your you're friend. Like, He's going to say something annoying. He's going to say <laughs> yeah. something that's polarizing. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> Okay, okay. But then it was not. It was actually like an acknowledgement of like being a man yeah. and how different it can be from, you know, being another gender and just kind of having that um, understanding and that awareness. 
well thank you mm -hmm. I'm, I'm happy you had that uh, opinion of it I, yeah sounds like i need to go back and listen to it and write some things down maybe yeah <laughs> yeah well i think um when it comes to masculinity and uh just like people's misgivings and uh misinterpretations of like oh this person is such and such let's file them in this category uh i think that happens to uh young men a lot and older men and it, unfortunately they bury these things that they can't uh express because there's no like accepted facility in society mm -hmm. for them to right. do it you know right. socially or otherwise yeah and it turns into cancer and turns into depression and turns into alcoholism and abuse and suicide and there's all these like mental health issues that men go through mm -hmm. just to appease other men not even to mention if they're attracted to women the whole other gender you know what yeah. I mean? that is a lot of things i want to consider yeah and like i want to be a nice conduit for another young man that is going through something i would hate for me not to have one you know what i mean yeah so if there's yeah that's all i think i was in a in a worse place in my life and i had very fortunately was exposed to people who didn't make me feel so bad or weird about myself yeah and i got better and it feel, feels great so hopefully i could extend that to someone yeah oh totally and well also making jokes about it too yeah and it's also <laughs> a part of like just maturing and just like i don't want to say growing up but you know moving past the early 20s or whatever yeah yeah like growing beyond what your scope of the world is and really yeah get, it, it's so annoying i'm going through a lot of changes right now you know particularly like my voice i'm getting mm -hmm. taller there's hair in <laughs> places uh, you got hair on the bottoms of your feet now <laughs> oh yikes that would be horrible i mean no offense yeah. to all my ha uh, hairy footed <laughs> listeners i'm sure there's a, a dozen or so orangutans yeah top of the feet you know was pretty normal uh, depending on things but bottom of the feet i don't i've never seen or heard of such of a thing it's yeah. violent so disgusting <laughs> which is why i think those people should joke. be eliminated from society i think we should put numbers on <laughs> tattoo numbers on them put them in a train and send them off to some place oh yeah some place like uh <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, unless they're Jewish, then they're cool. They're, they yeah. just hang out like the rest of them. Yeah, hang out with their hairy feet. Oh, jeez. Um, I need you to tell me how your stand-up set went. What yeah. it felt like, please. Yeah, let's stick with that. Yeah. Um, well, it was like once I got past the lack of electricity, you know, kind of feeling like I was now a cave woman amidst all the other things that come with moving and the happenings there, um, I just had a pencil and paper and you know went with that <laughs> yeah and uh i think i had a flashlight too <laughs> and candles <laughs> dedicated dedicated well i needed to get shit done and <laughs> so i mean what would your process be had you uh obtained electricity oh i would have just been typing something on a google document in yeah. google drive that way it would be in the cloud and you know not have a chance of losing it yeah. or whatever not like a piece um, of paper you can set somewhere safely yeah oh. unless your house burns down yeah i don't know i <laughs> don't want to use paper too much why well because it's just clutter it's like it is kind of clutter i, huh? I yeah. thought you were, i thought you were like a fucking tree hugging hippie you're like <laughs> i don't want to use paper so much it's, it's the trees you're like it's clutter. there's all kinds of shit on the table where's yeah. my laptop <laughs> yeah <laughs> well yeah and um when it comes to work too um i've been digitizing like as much as i can yeah. for the um assignments that i'm mm -hmm. giving Check. and uh 
I would think that after, you know, being on lockdown and learning from home that uh, everyone would kind of be used to that. Yeah, that yeah. medium would be kind of quickly accepted. And yeah, and for the place. most part, they are. I'm doing an online class now for my job, actually. So that's kind of interesting because yeah. I have to do a whole lot of things like uh, my coworker's doing it with me and he'll s- send me like Google Documents. And I'm like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> oh, <laughs> like I have Google Docs, but like yeah. I have it on my phone. I have documents yeah. on there. I understand that it is a thing and there is things stored there. And I even have some material written down on my Google Drive. But I'm like, I don't really fuck with that shit, right? It is just not in my wheelhouse, yeah, not my media. I sense. grew up with like out technology. I didn't was not a, you know, a financially stable upbringing. Mm-hmm. So there was not like fancy yeah. technology, new technology, especially sure. wasn't happening. Like I definitely still have uh, VCR in my house right now. Oh, that's you know cool. I mean? Yeah, <laughs> I love VHS. They're definitely like feels very comforting to watch. Oh yeah, but I agree. Regardless. So like my medium and like my process would be a lot different than just digitizing everything. So I'm like, I'm learning for work and I'm learning how to conduct myself in a digital way. Yeah. Not literally. I'm not, I'm not fucking useless. I I, I feel like I always tell my grandmother like, oh yeah, I'm not, I'm not really a computer person. (laughs) She's like, oh, you know, they, they have a typing class (laughs) and I'm just like, I'm, that's not, oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Or or like, like she's like, you know, she's like, oh, well she thinks I'm like retarded when it comes to like computers. And I'm just like, no, I'm just, I'm I'm just not a hacker to do. Yeah. Yeah. You're just, yeah. Mm -hmm. You're not at that level. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like I had to like oh. back up my case and like explain myself a lot there. So yeah. all, right, all, right, all right, you told me about the electricity and everything. Yeah. What was it like going to the show that night and like yeah. having that? Well, I'm always tired on Friday evenings because of work, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so on the way over, I just thought, do okay. a bump of coke and you're you're on. Yeah. <laughs> of course already I did. a comedian. Yeah. Of course I did, like a real comedian. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely did that. And um, I actually, like, I went through my um, my set, and I was driving by myself to get there. So um, I pretty much remembered, like, what I had written down, and I just kind of went through and practiced each joke and wow. said each joke. While you were driving. Yeah. That's really interesting. I never, I, you know what, when I'm driving is when uh, some of the better ideas come to me. Yeah. And it kind of stresses me out because I'm like, fuck, I, I will forget that. Yeah. I'll write it on my hand sometimes. Sometimes I'll have to pull over and write it down, like type it in my phone. I yeah. Have a, I have an app. I actually paid for it like a fucking loser. <laughs> um, it's so gross. Can't I bought an, or like paid for an app. It's like a, but it, um, it's for joke writing. It's like set material time. Like, oh, that's cool. And it's super helpful. And it, I think it was a huge help for the set I did in November because that one went well for yeah, me. Yeah, it, it did. felt really good. The Coca-Cola pajamas. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, <laughs> that exactly. One, yeah, that was that set. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> and it. So I was like, okay, I've got to give some credit to this thing. And uh, I've I've been so stressed. Been doing so much new stuff in my life. Yeah. I've not been doing any writing. Very frustrating. It's hard. It's like really emotionally taxing, especially I think coming out of lockdown and coming out of like all of this stuff. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. I mean, that was a while ago now. You can get over it. I think you'll be okay. (laughs) I'm fine. I I wrote a set. I wrote something down. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But and then uh, my January set didn't go so well. You thought so? I didn't. 
think it went well. Yeah, no, I wasn't a fan. And I, I also, the, the warmth from the audience wasn't there when it was oh, in November. And I was like, okay. okay. Also, I came back late. I was, or I came, I showed up late. It was mm-hmm. like, it wasn't immersed. I didn't go over my material mm-hmm. or anything very yeah. well. So it was a huge, I was going through some shit. So yeah. I was like, fuck, I really yeah. need to tighten, square, uh, be squared away with this stuff. So for you to like be able to like, drive here, practice, mm-hmm. remember what you wrote down. <laughs> That's my biggest issue is I will not remember anything. Mm-hmm. If it's a joke and I think I like it or I love it or I tell myself, okay, you have to remember this. Zero chance, zero chance. You might as well have smacked me in the face with a frying pan. Just like there's no <laughs> like fucking way. Character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. just that's why my head's so big because I've been hit this <laughs> <Yeah>. many times. <laughs> Clearly. It, it fucking sucks. I, and it's like, oh, this is all I want to do and this is all I want to be good at and this is only thing I like and the only thing I could ever see myself like doing and kind of being mm-hmm. okay at and I can't fucking do it. I mm-hmm. can't remember. So I, I've tried to do like certain methods for writing keeping track yeah yeah keeping track or like you know bullet points or like what kind of notes i take for it and i there's just a way that you can't put funny down on something for me and i think that's it it's like maybe like what i think is funny and then put it like breaking it down into like a sentence or like a word and like characters just like doesn't work for me the same wow i don't know yeah i guess it it's probably also dependent on like Maybe where you are when you write the jokes, yeah. Because if it changes, if it varies, yeah. kind of thing. Um, I'm sure you get ideas elsewhere besides just driving. Mm-hmm. So maybe that has the something shower. To do with it. Shower is yeah. a big one. Oh yeah, I want something I get to write. Good ideas of the shower too. Yeah, it's usually clean my asshole, but it definitely <laughs> got to fucking write something down, and it just yeah. I'm like, I'm in the fucking shower. I can't. I'll forget. Yeah. I'll, like, I'll remember, but then I get out of the shower and then it just, I never get there. Yeah. It's gone down the yeah. drain with the rest of the fucking dirty water. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brown water. <laughs> oh, shit in the shower. You know, it's like, I don't have a dirty asshole. Actually, I got a, I got a bidet in the town home. Oh, hell yeah. Have you ever experienced a bidet? Yes. That okay. was a quarantine purchase. Really? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. And in the you new know. house, we have two bathrooms. Mm-hmm. It's, well, it's, one and a half bathrooms, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and so there is a bidet in both yeah, toilets and it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Big fan. Yeah. Um, <laughs> couldn't believe I lived without one for most of the month of January. It was really uh, yeah. awful. Yeah. Oh my God. I felt like I was getting like beat up back there. It was just <laughs> yeah. like, un- it felt unnatural to yeah. go back for living with one for a year or two before or three, mm-hmm. like, and then not having it. Oh, totally. Violent. In the short term. Short yeah. term. Cause you had had it for a while abrasive. before. Yeah. 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 Literally abrasive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Even if you're using the good toilet paper, <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> which sure. is totally important. Yeah. That's Finances are I, tight. I don't have the good toilet paper. Oh. Give me a fucking stream <laughs> of water in my ass. Let's fucking clean this bitch. But then, yeah, yeah. if you, if you don't, have the good teepee, but you have a B day, then you're fine. B day. Yeah. You say a B day? Uh, I guess. Is guess. that how it came out just now? B day? You've only said B day. <laughs> like D day, B day. 
you know, that's totally fine. B day sounds. Like, I'm gonna call it a B day from now on. I got a new B day. I don't I, know which way is like the proper like European pronunciation. Well, um, we're in America. The American pronunciation is proper. Europe can have a fucking a cup of coffee on a patio somewhere and ignore the problems of the world. Yeah, that actually sounds really nice. Yeah, <laughs> European lifestyle. Yeah, looking pretty good right now. Yeah, free healthcare too. Ugh, yeah, it's so way way longer. I wait yeah. long enough, anyways. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard. Uh, I used to think free healthcare was the bee's knees, and then I found out about private healthcare. Those people get treated way quicker. Yeah, with like a fucking concierge. <laughs> yeah, or or just like having the money to do so. And I was, yeah, I was like okay. Yeah, I hear you. I hear everyone on free healthcare. Everyone should have access to that. I also want to have access to better healthcare if I have the money. Yeah, because if I'm working my ass off. I want someone to repair my ass yeah. My back. <laughs> yeah. That's only fair. I think that I think that's a that's a hard societal agreement yeah. everyone can come to. Oh yeah. Um but anyway, as for the rest of like my comedy experience. Bring her back. Um, Impressive. <laughs> nice. Well, I want to finish. I want you to finish. Go ahead. <laughs> um I I came and I think after Casey's opening Remarks. I think I was the first in the lineup after him hosting, I think. And Gnarly. I know. Um, I wasn't uh, afraid or shy. I really didn't feel much other than like maybe a moment of nervousness, but I like took a breath and then it went away. Partly because I'm so used to public speaking for my job. Yeah. Um, I'm also very used to... You're in charge of the fourth Reich, right? I am. Yeah, I figured. So, yeah, I'm used to, like, explaining things slowly and clearly. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> and not, you know, and keeping it appropriate. Like, mm. I, you know, I have to have a, a G a or PG filter when I'm publicly speaking. Do you think it makes you more, more like, those boundaries make you more creative with it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think so. I noticed I oh, we used to go over to my grandmother's and I'd button up the way I spoke. <laughs> I was just no way I was just gonna be letting like cunt and fag fly out and mm -hmm. shit all the time. Yeah. So yeah. I just like keep that, you know, it keep that outside of grandma's house. Yeah. But I can't help but trying to make jokes and want to be funny. So I'd yeah. have to I'd have to change it up. And yeah. I think it helped me a lot. Mm -hmm. Cause then mm -hmm. I could actually like say something funny without putting someone off because not everyone yeah. wants to hear something inappropriate some people yeah. just want to hear something funny yeah and they're like that's perfect yeah so i i have a i have an appreciation for like clean comedy in general and like having like a cleanness to it because it takes skill it respect. does yeah so like because you can't like you can't season it or you don't want to season it with like bad words yeah. or you know sexy things or yeah, whatever exactly. it is yeah although i will say it's so funny because it uh, when you do get to slip one of those in there, they're like bombs. Oh they're yeah, like, yeah. Boom. Oh they're yeah, absolutely. Just a shotgun blast. They're, yeah. So it is really good to pick and choose. And I, I think I kind of wanted to challenge myself recently, as over the pandemic and everything, of like, don't just speak cuss words mm -hmm. and then throw other words in the middle of them. Like, mm -hmm. actually express yourself. Say mm -hmm. something. And then end it with a cuss word, you know, like, yeah. or have a, and it, I think, I think it's a big help. Yeah. So, so you on stage, mm -hmm. tell me more. Um, and 
I still like laugh at my own joke because that's totally a thing, right? With comedians, yeah. Um, I laugh when I think about the first joke I started with because it's true. Um, I don't like stand-up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking. I, you know, I. It's so f funny because you're like you're stuck there for the night, and now Casey does this every month. You're like, I don't like this, but I guess we're going. <laughs> I guess we're doing yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's rough and I don't well I know but it's like true I can't hide it because I don't like it because of the same topics like it's always topics about sex or if the comedian is like something other than straight like yeah. they get a lot of mileage out of that yeah they dating. do I know they have a built in yeah. free I, yeah I mean I, I'm which is justified but yeah which is justified but it's standing from over here as the cookie cutter straight white male <laughs> like American like I'm like oh I have a a lot of vanilla to sift through to like stand out. Yeah. That yeah. Sucks. Right. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's just a lot to me anyway. It's a lot of those topics. Like that's a fair, that doesn't mean you don't like stand up. That means you don't <laughs> like hack material. And that's you a don't good like way to put it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think that's a really fair assessment judgment. Cause sometimes I'll be watching someone's comedy. I'm just like, Oh my fucking God, give it a rest. Like, Here we I go have again. Kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. That, that was a weird moment of like, might be some arrogance. I'm not, you know, gonna say I'm not a little arrogant about something. No, <laughs> but uh, watching stand up and totally like okay, watching yeah. bad stand up or watching open mics and seeing other people that are doing it when I wasn't and still thinking like, I'm funnier than this motherfucking person right now. I can't believe we're watching them. This is so rude. like it, it that's a, always been a big motivator for me. It was like, I'm definitely at least funnier than that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I was like, there's someone yeah. that's going to enjoy it. Some encouragement. It. Yeah. So it was like uh, some, yeah. some evil self-encouragement, some Machiavellian yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's also appropriate enough to where you are, you know, acknowledging that you have self-worth. That's true. Self-esteem, right? Self-esteem. Yeah. So, so do you have comedians you do enjoy then? or Because something I when you mention like topic of sex is like, that is a huge bummer for me when mm -hmm. I watch uh, women comedians. Cause yeah. it's like, that is anyone wants to listen to a woman talk about sex. Cause yeah. it's like, if I can't do it with them, let's just have them talk about it. <laughs> They're like, yeah. like guys are just like consumers in yeah. that sense. So yeah. it's so easy. Some people do it really well. And then some people bore me to tears with it. Cause it's like, Oh my God, I can tell you that's as interesting as you get. Or like some people, like grew up like kind of kind of dorky or nerdy like you know like, let's say like a band kid or something and then they start uh then they find like i don't know oh. who you could be talking about <laughs> and i oh just people you know you grow up with and then they yeah. find out um oh i can give people hand jobs and i get a lot of attention and a lot of validity out of this this is amazing and and from then on they turn yeah. into these people that that's as far as they go yeah so yeah just like out there just shitting on people for having sex. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, clearly. I like John Mulaney. Yeah. 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 He's great. Yeah. He's absolutely great. So I if I had to pick one, I think he would be one. <laughs> totally understandable choice. And there have been some other comedians. I can't necessarily think of them by name, but Casey has shown me some on Netflix specials and stuff. And 
I've liked at least some of their sets. That's perfect. <laughs> there, there's a wide yeah. variety out there. I think there is definitely is something for everyone. Yeah. I will say that I think the best people at it aren't for everyone. Mm-hmm. That's something I've noticed. Yeah. There's people yeah. who are very big, very popular that I don't like. Not a fan of. Couldn't care less if yeah. they're around. Yeah. But there's also people that are just as good, just as legendary, just as big. And I'm like, I will, will worship the ground this person walks on while yeah. they're still walking. Like, yeah. this is amazing. I wish I could be as ugly as that and as funny as that <laughs> in the same breath. You know what I mean? So Yeah. Oh, understandable. So, yeah, opening joke. You don't like stand-up comedy. <laughs> um, and I was kind of proud of that joke. And I liked that it got laughs. That's a really good feeling. Um, and then from there, I, I guess I had practiced it enough and I had like the pantomime going for like the joke about moving mm -hmm. and some other stuff to where it, it felt fine. It didn't feel that different from other different but still like performing experiences that I've had. So um, I was happy about that and so it you was had also like off stage or like off stage experience for it almost not in comedy but to bring something to it yeah like presence and yeah yes yeah well and i play the trumpet so and i um i went to college and studied music education and had to do a lot of uh jury performances for that where like the yeah. entire brass faculty mm -hmm. is listening and evaluating you and you're like playing a solo with piano way accompaniment more nerve-wracking than then, telling dick and fart yeah, jokes <laughs> no exactly it totally is and then the the high point of that was my junior recital so everyone that's a college junior has to do put on like a full recital with again yeah. piano accompanists, but this is like publicly attended. Yeah. So, oh like, no! So there's people that don't know any better, and they're still gonna judge you. That's yeah. the funny thing about comedy yeah. is like these people are not as funny as we're even trying to be, and they're still gonna like boo at your jokes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It right. It's so fucking lame. Right. Yeah. It is really goddamn lame. Yeah. So, <laughs> but you didn't have hecklers or bomb. No. So. No. That's good. Thankfully, yeah, neither for my recital or for my comedy experiences. <laughs> yeah. But it helped that, you know, it was here at Stages. Friends um, and uh, Casey's family were in the audience. And actually, my dad was in town for the January show. So um, I think you saw his open mic performance. I might have. I That was a blurry night I for me. I don't remember when he went on. very stressed and exactly. distracted. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, well... There weren't too many people over age 60 that were going up on stage. So. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm very polite with the age I think people are. I keep it, yeah. keep it under, so yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, but it's whatever. Um, the point, I guess, is that both times that I did uh, my stand-up, it was a really... I felt like it was a safe and supportive environment. I would not be comfortable to do anything like this in a more public situation like at flower city ballroom Oof. or anything yeah. and even like the comedy show here that's coming up in march i'm not gonna be on wow. the lineup i don't want to do it oh you just you know, i don't like comedy i don't want to I, do it. well i kind of feel like right now i'm out of jokes that that is all the good like you got to try things and mm -hmm. then yeah find out yeah you know, maybe there's a joke there there's things that yeah. i only say on stage 
and I didn't think of before that moment. Yeah, and I just right. was like, oh, pulled that right out of my ass. Yeah, God. spontaneity, being able to like do that and have that as a skill is really important, I think, for being a comedian. I, I haven't gotten anywhere near there, which is why I kind of had everything planned out as a joke. That which is also I good. No, I had such a like fondness and respect for that. And mm-hmm. it was like, you spoke clearly and spoke well. And I remember thinking, fuck, I <laughs> speak like a bag of Skittles. <laughs> like, if you're looking for just the red like ones, there's going to be some other colors holding coming out. one and they're all in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's awful. <laughs> that was a horrible analogy. And like, there's just... And uh, Leah Brightman, I believe mm-hmm. her name is. Yeah. Is that her last name? Brightman, as she likes oh, to yeah, that's right. overpronounce she, it. She yeah. has a great stage presence. Yes, she does. very well and clearly. Yeah. I'm very envious. I wish I had something to that effect i need to work on that i used to speak a little more clearly mm-hmm. and a little but i don't speak i don't have to talk to a lot of people at work now oh which is nice. so all that yeah. customer service conversational like impro- improvised like humor all that stuff is kind of gone so it just has to be like the whatever's stored yeah <laughs> whatever's yeah <in> whatever is <laughs> in your head while you're working diligently mm. on something by yourself or quietly yeah, yeah. Oh, I get that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so, what do you feel? Which one do you feel is your stronger set of the two? Oh, I know that's a good question because, like, the first time I ever did it, there were no expectations, yeah. and then for my second set at the January show, I I personally thought that the jokes were about on par with like the first set's jokes, um, but I did not feel that. I got as many laughs or maybe that the jokes were like understood mm. as well. There's, um, yeah. I think that crowd was off. Mm, oh, you do not entirely and not exactly. And I think it's pretty like hacky. Some people be like, Oh, the crowd was, it was the mm-hmm, crowd. It's mm-hmm. like, well, sometimes it's just you pal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I was like, kind of, it didn't feel like a warm room. They, they seemed agitated by the time I ended up getting there. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, mm-hmm. and was your dad the one who went up and was like making fun of the crowd for being like that? Um, no. Okay. No, my dad had. <laughs> what he had? He had a really funny joke that was a throwback to when he was in college, and mm-hmm. he was um, he was in a fraternity, mm-hmm. which I had forgotten about, like until like the the day of the show like he told me the joke and in context like i thought oh my god that's right my dad was like a frat guy (laughs) which is like wild to me because that was so not what i was interested in when i was in college i was band geek Oh, really? Like you mentioned yeah. band geeks. Yeah, band yeah. Geeks, yeah. Um, through and through. I had no idea. That's so funny. <laughs> I mean, so that I probably have, hit home for you when I was like, did. these fucking nerds. <laughs> well, that's why I said, like, who could you be talking about? I know. I heard that's you. And I was, I like, I was like, well, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I knew that, but <laughs> but you could have been, and I wouldn't have minded. Like, <laughs> uh, you're like, I wouldn't have minded. I was jacking everyone off. This is band geek. <laughs> yeah. God, that's funny. I mean, there are a lot of... There's a lot of uh, fine and gross motor skills involved with playing an instrument. So. Uh, that is so true. <laughs> that is so true. That's something I never played guitar. I would never want to. I never want to actively witness 
like a date or someone I'm with, like watching a guitar player or like a drummer and like seeing like the wheels turning in their pussies and yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. what is the stop looking? I, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Artists. Um, so my dad was a frat guy, which again was like kind of a, a, a wild thing to remember you know when I was talking about that and when he was telling me this joke and so he had the joke in which um I can't remember the exact details but I think it was something to do with one of his professors giving a lecture um and I think there was also something to do with my dad's fraternity I can't remember exactly but they they were talking about like maybe going on a fishing trip um and uh my dad was going to be like one of the um, presenters like to help them prepare for the trip and so he was talking about baiting the fishing hook and becoming a master oh yeah baiter. I remember that part. So, I remember yeah. that so that song. was that was my dad oh okay okay <laughs> That's yeah, good. That's I, I thought that if you were there, you would at least remember that. I remember masturbating. Yeah, damn, yeah. I'm that easy, huh? Just <laughs> that obvious. <sighs> That's funny. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but otherwise, yeah. Uh, when I told my jokes that night, I I wasn't like offended or anything, but it was more just I wasn't sure if it was just me needing to work on delivery, um, which is what Casey. And our good friend Charlie um, said, like, the two of us and dad and um, I, so the four of us actually went to dinner after the oh, comedy yeah. show. And, yeah, and so we were just kind of debriefing. And yeah. Oh, I'm jealous. I love the debrief. Yeah. Well, next show. Just you know, anything. Even if debrief. I'm not actually telling jokes. But we could, <laughs> we could do a debrief. Um, my dad won't be in town for this one, but you know, you and me, Casey, I can't, and Charlie, I don't have to follow that legend. Remember? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my dad was really funny. I was like really amazed. Well, not amazed, impressed. Yeah. Um, it's, and, isn't it, isn't it nice when your parents can still like pull an old trick? Yes. Oh, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's impressive. I'm and asking because like, I don't surprising. know my parents. I, I got them figured out. There's no way. They're, yeah. not, they're not doing any. They're not pulling any wool over my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, discovering things, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> discovering things. Uh, I, tr I try to like access them and talk to them sometimes and see like what new, maybe some nostalgia, or maybe mm -hmm. something. Just get them to like tell me. Like, mm hmm something i don't know yeah something i haven't heard them say yeah that's exciting like and it's interesting how it changes with age as yeah. you grow up and they're growing and you maybe think of yourself not as a parent child relationship but as two people in the same mm -hmm. world mm -hmm. and you're just people like you're just a person so you have these flaws right you have these characteristics that are like absolutely ingrained in you and they're not good or they're not going yeah. anywhere and you yeah. kind of have to like share that experience and it's it's really fun to have like a self-awareness with your parent to a degree and sometimes jesus christ uh, <laughs> but yeah i uh i yeah i'm trying to be as present as i possibly can be we'll also like trying to just appreciate them for who they are and remember that like they're probably going to beat me to the grave. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Hopefully. Oh yeah. yeah. That's heavy to think about. 
yeah, that'd be lame. My dad's be trying to get laid at my funeral. <laughs> like <I'm>, oh God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, where are the divorced single women? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, didn't, didn't Dallas know more divorced women? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or didn't this? Dallas's friends have yeah. parents who were divorced and single? God, Dallas, you, you didn't have friends with us. Uh, none of your friends had a single hot mom in the group. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, well, I hope you do it again. Thanks. I will. Okay, good. With that amount of encouragement. I just needed a little little push. I'm still not planning on it for the March show, but perhaps for the one after that. Right on. Good. I'm looking forward to it. That'd be cool. And it's also nice to like have uh, someone going through this experience and being able to talk to them about it. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like I haven't been able to talk to anyone about stand-up. Really? Like early, in this early experience, this early you know, beginnings of it. So it's like, it's like around mystery. the time you did the show at the beach and stuff. Yeah. 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 Cause I ended up doing a couple more shows there before the, um, uh, the COVID thing and everything. Yeah. And it just, that was cool. And I think that was that might, I think the November show might've been my first show back. Really? I think so. Yeah. And you might've wow. said something about it in your set. Oof. <laughs> I don't I have know not if you watched did. the video. I got yeah. the whole video. It's I was pleased that I lasted that long on stage at yeah. least. You know? Usually that many people watching I can't last that long. But um you just I just can't stop. I'm so sorry. Uh <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. You gotta let it out. Especially I get it because like you you've been your work environment is such that, you know. You I, mean, you, really I can say anything I want at work because it's talk just a to. blue well, yeah. collar job yeah. and I yeah. work with another man my oh, age yeah. you know, so I'm or sure another man that's slightly older. So Verbose. Honestly, it's kind of, <laughs> sometimes it's kind of stale because I, yeah. can't, I can't, you know, there's no sexual tension. Yeah. There's no, like, there's no added layer. Yeah. Like when I worked at Starbucks, there's like the added layer of like, there's a customer coming through. Right. Um, I'm going to do something that's going to upset one of my coworkers or yeah. they're going to upset me. And some of us want to fuck each other sometimes, or at least <laughs> yeah. we're thinking that because yeah. we're in a high stress job and our oh, little yeah. lizard brains are going. Oh, dick, dick, oh, absolutely! Ah, fucking yeah, you your know. amygdala is yeah, exactly. Is that what it is? That's yes. the one. And I it, know that from therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't taken therapy, so I'm still learning what all of life is. Still, yeah. Um, so he, it, you know, it's not all it's cracked up to be. I thought that being able to say whatever you want at work would be a dream. Yeah. And I don't think I'm as funny. Yeah. I think the first like year I worked at my job, I don't think I made anyone laugh. Which is so strange for me. Yeah. Like the reason, like, I wanted to be a comedian. People yeah. told me I should be a comedian my whole goddamn life. Totally. I'm not the funniest fucking person in the room or around all the time, but it fucking, it's a reflex. It's like something I'm okay at. So for me to like not make like the boss laugh, like my coworkers laugh, mm-hmm. laugh, it's mm-hmm. so, just crushing. Yeah. Just crushing for, so, but it kind of worked. It kind of like pressure cooked me into like a diligent employee and worker. So. Yeah. Yeah, because you had thing. to concentrate on the work. You're like, I, I, I guess I better just learn this trade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My dick jokes are just going right over the fucking heads of <laughs> yeah. everyone around me. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything better to do, so I might as well actually work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's usually my excuse to not work. Like, I have yeah. something better to do. It's making all of my coworkers laugh, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it can get pretty brutal sometimes. Sometimes, like we have to say something like, and 
we have to say like I'm just kidding because yeah men are funny and dark and punchy and dark humor I've had no idea how much I appreciate dark humor from another individual (laughs) oh my god or at least like when someone can laugh at me making like a suicide joke it's Mm -hmm. like or they're just being polite so I don't kill myself yeah you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that shit's so funny it's oh, so geez. good to yeah. me it's just right it is yeah. right in the it's the chord that i can strike yeah in my opinion yeah i think maybe for Mar- march i'll just do dark humor only yeah i think i'm gonna do a whole contemporary set or yeah. a what not a contemporary one cons and conceptual set yeah yeah nice i got it yeah i need to go back and listen to the video you might get some ideas, I guess, I and I should probably do that too. I'm so nervous too. I started it, and I was just, I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I was just like, Yikes. it was. There's no way. Too well, much but, for you to bear. It is so mortifying to like see myself and hear myself. I can hear myself all day. I've done the podcast for years. It's very. I'm very used to it. Yeah. I know when something is yeah. kind of funny or not funny, and then I'll be like, yeah, whatever. yeah. It's a fucking asshole. But <sighs> to like see. Self-conscious and like I've never had the visual component to it. Well, it's sounds miserable. Yeah, it it does. Um, it is something that you would want to acknowledge and get used to in that situation. I'm. I don't think I'm explaining it very well, but I noticed that when we were on lockdown and I was teaching from home. All of a sudden, I was, yeah, I was on camera all the time. And I was uh, either making videos like, here's how you play Twinkle Little Star on the clarinet, you know, um, or I was Zooming with my classes, you know, with my students. And so I got really used to it. And initially, I did cringe, like, when I would watch back on, like, a video that I recorded for them. I'd be like, oh, geez. But um, then I got over it. <laughs> did, 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 was there anything uh, that happened on those that was, Zoom calls that you remember that was like mortifying or like embarrassing uh, or things yeah. that would happen? Because I feel like over the lockdown, the pandemic, <laughs> and everything, we'd see all these videos come up of so so and so leaving their mic on and ripping ass, or someone taking a bong rip, and like we all can't see them. Just hilarious <laughs> shit like that. Well, I mean, not nothing to do with like uh, inappropriate stuff, you know, while I was like teaching, but, um, I would get really embarrassed if like I was trying to run class and then I would hear like At your on door. my front door. Oh yeah. I would be so alarmed yeah. and startled. Sense. And like, if Casey wasn't home, I had to deal with it. Ooh. And it's also a weird, it, or it was a weird feeling. Like if I needed to like go and deal with something, yeah. um, because it's kind of like the equivalent of leaving the classroom, the classroom yeah. and you can't do that. Like in, uh, in a, in a real life situation, yeah, you like, can't just be yeah. like, I left the oven on. Yeah. Go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, there has to be a credential teacher in the room, like while a class is happening. So, um, yeah, uh, I, I was aware of that, but I also acknowledged that, you know, it's not actually a classroom. And if I have to like, just leave for one second, like as long as I'm not like, you know, taking a coffee break, (laughs) turning off my camera. Yeah. These damn kids today. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, and, uh, 
Yeah, there there were maybe a couple of other things from the other end of the Zoom call, mm -hmm. but I can discuss them off the air. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. I can I can appreciate you that. You can yeah, you can yeah. get it. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. <sighs> yeah, I was worried I was going to be on camera for this online class. Thankfully, I'm not. And yeah, is there an instructor or is it like only. asynchronous assignments? What word did you just say? <laughs> Asynchronous. I I was wondering if you'd know the word. So asynchronous. Oh, asynchronous. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, I, I yeah. didn't hear you right. Or I, you said it wrong. Maybe I actually. It. You probably yeah. said it wrong. I probably happened. did. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it, it's an instructor, and he'll have a mic, and it's just him, and then he has to like unmute us if he wants to talk okay. to us. And that's so nice because yeah. you don't see anyone, you don't hear anyone. So are you are you on Zoom though? It's and everyone's cameras are off or no, I don't know. Actually, mm. uh, we're not. Are we on Zoom? I don't think we're on Zoom. Okay. I think we're on like a window, like a portal window for the page, but I really couldn't tell you. I think I've done one, maybe two Zoom calls of any kind in my life. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I, I had a couple of people try and do podcasts with me that way. Oh, yeah. Or like to be on the podcast yeah. with me. And I was just like, that kind of, it sounds horrible. Yeah. And the Zoom podcasts absolutely sucked during quarantine that was one of the worst parts is like i love listening to podcasts as much as anything else i do i love like making them thinking about them and like this is like something i'm really passionate about so for other people to like start putting out like less than good content at like a really consistent bad quality or like just you know it hurt right my favorite hobby the thing i can do anywhere listen to all these podcasts when i'm locked inside the house because mm -hmm. there's a there's an airborne something <laughs> that's gonna kill everyone yeah. and it's <clears throat> ugh, just miserable and it sucks that's fucking lame it, uh, it was awful i don't so i told myself it was like that i the essence of what i'm trying to get out of people is just a connectedness face-to-face meaningful conversation sure you know no, not even meaningful just like just connect with the person yeah and there's a uh i don't want to say a lot but there are things that are unfortunately missed just when it's not in person yeah yeah like cues there's cues and there's subtleties mm -hmm. and it absolutely is like if you're paying attention it is yeah um, it is a lot more informative yeah so another thing big fan does it suck? Because I wish I could podcast with my friends who like live in Colorado and fucking on the East Coast and shit. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. That totally blows. But it's also it was really exciting when I get a super valuable like moment out of someone. Yeah. So, yeah, and so you fuck can Zoom. take a lot from it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this uh, works well with my comment about uh, what I said I wanted to come back to. Um, and it's a positive thing. So like we're at stages and this is where um, most of our rehearsals took place for the Circus Starts at Midnight Band yeah. before we had our last Halloween show at the Wicked Shamrock oh. last October. Mm -hmm. That was our first show at the Shamrock in three goddamn years. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Um, and so what I thought of was how like in our band, um, we rotate with different singers, you know, and different um, members write, you know, our material. Mm -hmm. um, I would say like about half of our group, and it's a big group, has, you know, at least a song that we've performed of theirs. Yeah, and, that's good, um, that's really cool. Yeah, and 
it just adds so much um, variety to just our overall performance when it's more than one singer, you know, that's rotating yeah. in and just changing it. And people are also changing instruments. Um, I, uh, I kind of found myself with the last couple of shows because we did also do um, two kind of outdoor shows in 2021 around Halloween. Yeah. Okay. Um, so for those two shows, that was the first time that in addition to playing trumpet, I also brought along a trombone. Um, oh, really? Yeah. And like previous to that, I had like kind of experimented with other secondary instruments when we did our circus shows. But uh, there was something about playing the trombone that was just really fun because with that instrument, you can be so expressive because of the slide. Mm -hmm. Just like the drama of mm -hmm. like moving the slide and like literally sliding into different notes. Um, and yeah, and all the different like sound effects. Like yeah. it's it's a noise maker, you know, <laughs> noise maker. if That's anything cool. else. I never even thought about it like that because I'm never getting exposed to brass instruments in yeah. live shows usually. Yeah, right. Oh, it's not that really common. Cool. The most of the, well, not most, but a lot of the music I like to listen to has not just brass, but band instruments in what, it. What kind of music do you like to listen to? Um, indie rock. Yeah. With but, like strings and brass and woodwind instruments. Like who? Like Los Campesinos. I've never heard of them. Yeah, they're not super well known, but um, it's indie rock. It's not supposed it to be. It is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, the National. They're okay. more known. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, know I the love national. the National. That's um, good. Okay. Yeah, and when they have instruments, like it really adds a lot of drama to their music. Yeah, um, I love the Arcade Fire. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just having a conversation with someone about them. I can't stand them, but I love their music too. Interesting. I don't know. I I feel like if I think someone's like too hipster for me or something, <laughs> or like they're like too, you know, too weird. They're yes. such artists. I'm yes. Like, oh my break i wish i just heard your music <laughs> but it's a nice exercise in separating like your opinion of someone and yeah. their art and their music so that's always True. a good yeah kind of like the art hurdle. from the artist kind exactly of exactly yeah. that you know what i mean so you know what i mean exactly yeah <laughs> you said it um but yeah also about like our circus act the way that we change up like the songs and the styles a little bit and the singers I think sounds similar to how you have your podcast approach. I don't want to call it a format because it's like, um, bring it on. It, uh, it changes. So it's not like a set format. It's, or maybe formula is mm -hmm. the better word. Say it, say it however you want. Yeah. Well, like you were describing where at, uh, your last podcast, like it was you coming to your friends, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you went over there. Yeah. So even though you were essentially hosting, it was a different feel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was on a different part of the stage. Yeah, well, and uh, the way that I think you are just having the podcast, like the way you're conversing and interacting. Just, just, is, just wired a little different. Yeah. yeah. It does jump around where it can be yeah. like, you know, a little more like a uh, weighted moment and then a little more a little goofy and a little silly. Yeah. It, it, absolutely. I think just like most conversations, people are like that. I think it's just authentic. It's real. Like you have to be having like a job interview for it to go just straight in one, <laughs> one thematic way. Yeah. So yeah, I, I see the, I understand the analogy and for the, those of my listeners who don't know what, what is circus starts at midnight? Yeah. So, um, we are a band based in Lompoc. Um, the ideas for the band were first conceived by Sam Cole, our front man. Um, who 
that that's you know maybe his real name, but for all intents and purposes, his name is Philodius Freedomizer, <laughs> and um, a friend of his, um, Coriel Chavez. Um, and I feel bad because right at this moment I can't think of Coriel's circus name. But anyway, <laughs> like over a decade ago, I think the two of them just kind of were hanging out or conversing, and they each like kind of had creative ideas to like have this band and um that's right and yeah because i think you actually had sam on I did your podcast a while ago a long time yeah. ago i listened to that I episode oh, okay i was too. hoping you did too yeah. just because you said you listened oh, to a yeah. few I, and i wanted to when i realized that he did it yeah that's cool right on i appreciate that yeah and that was a good episode he's a good guy yeah and so since then like um it's just grown and just kind of evolved in some really cool ways. I think the first show that I can remember like anybody talking about was maybe around 2012. So that was still a year before like I moved to Lompoc um, or even like knew anybody or knew about the band. But um, then I would say like after I um, kind of like met Casey and started getting to know uh, people in and around the area, you know, who were musicians and such, like I was able to become friends with Anna and um, we're still really good friends. And, um, you know, she plays drums in mm -hmm. our band. And so that was fairly easy for me to kind of just ask her about it. And Casey uh, initially told me about it, about the band and said, you might even be able to get a spot in this band. Yeah. And then once I got to know Anna, um, we kind of both like encouraged Sam to like have another show. So yeah. okay. we did. And, if, and Anna's his sister. Oh yeah, she yeah. is. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, she is. Just um, so for everyone listening. Yeah. For everyone listening. Yeah. We did like my first show with the group in like June, 2015. And it was at like a hookah house in Santa Barbara. <laughs> mm -hmm. 2015. Wow. Yeah. Gosh, I can't remember the last time I, or the first time I saw a band. Yeah. It might have been at the beach. Yeah, because we did a beach, beach show. show. I think that was August 2019, and if then, that sounds and right. And then Halloween right after yes, that. And that yes. show at the Shamrock was amazing. It was. I have a lot of pictures from that, I think. Yes. So I'm going to go back and dust them off and yeah. go, go see because that was, that was a lot of fun. And I, I was definitely like really impressed and excited. And I think it's so cool because it is like a circus-themed yeah. thing. And there is just a big group of people like actually coming together. Do you listen to any like ensemble bands like that? Um, yeah. Maybe like Gogol Bordello or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I like Gogol Bordello and Devochka. Devochka. I've heard, I've heard of Devochka. They're from That's Colorado. Fun. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big, uh, Clockwork Orange fan. So I like that. Oh, name, so cool. Devochka yeah. Did, I don't even remember. Book. Do they have music, uh, in the movie soundtrack? No, uh, the name or the oh. word devotchka oh, is like shit. a slang term. That's right. Comes from like the book. Okay. I think. And it's just oh, like they that's call, really they cool. have like weird names for yeah. everything. Yeah, they do. And Their song titles are weird. <laughs> oh, I, I don't even know how. Yeah. So just, it's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, right. In my book, you like, you're kind of like the other thing I like. So. Yeah. Oh, totally. Super yeah. E super easy. I transition. do remember that now about Devochka, Um, now that you mention it. Mm. I haven't read the book. I saw the movie a long time ago, yeah, I, Clockwork Orange. I'm, but. I'm like obsessed with it. 
not obsessed like a regular white guy would be, but you know, I, <laughs> it's a comfort film. So like if I need to go to sleep, I'll put it on. It might wow. say a little uh, much about my mental state, yeah, but um, you yeah. know, it just, I need mayhem <laughs> or carnage or something like violent or awful on the TV screen to go to sleep. I don't know why, but it is so comforting. It yeah. is so like, ah, yes, the violence will yeah. protect me. And I can just, <laughs> you know, like, it's like, oh, whew, at least whatever I'm going through ain't as bad as that. And right. then I can relax. Right. And I'm like, yeah. I'm out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I feel that way when I watch TV. Just Because I just like TV drama on yeah. TV. Yeah. yeah drama. Yeah. What do you watch? Uh, What's your go-to then? Everything by Shonda Rhimes, the creator of Grey's Anatomy. Okay. What else? <laughs> what else is uh, Grey's Anatomy spinoff-wise? Yeah. Um, so a spinoff from that show was Private, Practice. Private um, Practice. It's not on the air anymore, but they had like six seasons in like the mid 2010s or yeah. so. Um, and uh, How to Get Away with Murder, yeah, which okay. was really good. Yeah, I thought people love that starring show. Um, Viola Davis, yeah. who's just amazing she is she um she crushes it as yeah. waller in suicide squad yeah is that the same she, person i don't know because i saw suicide squad but i don't remember her being in it i think i'm mixing black people up uh-oh yeah uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> that's that that's that thing white people pretend we don't do but then we do and yeah. we're like fuck we're oh, not shit. prejudiced we swear <laughs> i have to yeah. look it up now because yeah you should <laughs> here yeah, hand me that yeah. phone over there you. will you thank you so much uh-huh I'm pretty sure it's Viola Davis. Yeah, we need an answer because that makes the movie that much better if she was in it. But regardless, the the person playing Waller, yeah, no, it's her. It's absolutely. Oh shit, it is. 100. Yeah. Oh my god, and I I didn't even know. Wait, is it? No, I don't know. Okay. I'm not seeing Suicide Squad pop up. Okay. Viola Davis, a man. This is the. mm, This is not looking good. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, it's definitely her. Okay, yeah, it's definitely her. Oh, she's great. Shit. Like I okay, said, so like I said, is. black people, she is great in yeah. Suicide Squad. Yeah, yes, and it is her. We have it determined. Um, yeah. Because that character's a bitch in yeah. the comics and TV, and she fucking crushes it. Yeah. They're going to have a, like a solo film with her, I think. Really? Hopefully. Oh, yeah, yeah. that would be mm. amazing. Probably not. We'll probably suck. We probably <laughs> saw the best from Viola Davis in The Help. So may oh mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Woman that King was... was garbage. I I heard so. Which one? The Woman King. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I don't know anything about that. Well, <laughs> so. it, there's actually a whole other name for it. You could just say Queen, but there was that other Queen movie that came out. Mm, so yeah, like, come on. But that one's called Bohemian Rhapsody. That's yeah. right. Oh yeah, that'd be just confusing. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I loved her in the aforementioned show, and then um, the other show that's currently on um, is in the same universe as Grace Anatomy. It's Station Nineteen. Wow, I had no idea that there was like a universe of Grey's Anatomy yeah. stuff. That fucks me up. I know people who yeah. are obsessed with Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Um, especially a lot of um, women. Yep. Uh, <laughs> that's what I've taken from I'm it. Not it's, like, it's, it's a lady show. Well, <laughs> yeah. Nothing wrong with it. Like, and uh, that one guy on there was hot or whatever. Oh, all the oh, guys on there. All, the the all the guys on that show. <laughs> Regardless of their uh, sexual orientations. Yeah. yeah, that's funny. God damn. Yeah. They really, see that? Okay, that's what why you're watching it yes. now i understand yes i had no idea <laughs> i don't think there's like a show that guys watch where it's like uh fucking all the chicks are hot on that show 
At yeah. Least, at least I can't think of one. Really? Can you think of one? I don't think that's like a thing. I mean, the ladies on Grey's Anatomy are quite attractive. That's bullshit. Um, I bet there's some uggos on there. I bet there's a sliding scale. I mean, they're taking a break right now. Uh, their episodes should actually be coming back on soon. So oh, when so they come back on... They're, they're still making Grey's Anatomy? Yes, they Oh, I are. thought that shit was done. I... I don't want it to end because oh, I've been watching it since season three and now it's, I don't even know season 20 or something. Season three. That was George Bush's like first yeah. or second term. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I was in my first year of college when my what? friend How in marching band no introduced me to it. Guess. I don't fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, <laughs> I said, don't I don't, I guess, said, I don't watch but... shows with, you know, I don't, I, it doesn't mean I don't know anything. <laughs> I'm not going to guess. You're going to have to fucking tell me. You were in college back then? Yeah. Were they just let anyone into college? Any age? What? How old are you? Is this going to be like Casey where we're going to find out you're in your like 40s or 50s or something? I'm going to yes, feel violated. that was so funny. And yeah, that whole uh, conversation, I was cracking up. That was fucking hilarious. Um, I'm, so I'm, I'm not as old as Casey, but I'm over 30. <laughs> oh, okay. That's very normal. That's okay. Yeah. I'm 34. Oh, we're done. That's a good age. Yeah, and my Nothing next birthday's in like five more months, almost. Yeah. Do you celebrate birthdays still? Yeah. Yeah. Do you still do that? I do. I feel like after a certain age, it's so annoying. People yeah. Are, people are you. You had a couple where you're like, maybe this is too much for me. Yeah. Um. No, I'm I, not trying to guilt you about yeah. celebrating or enjoying yourself. Yeah. I'm just asking. I like getting together with friends. Um, There's always good times and, for that. Uh, going to visit my mom in Calabasas, and we usually do something. If it's not on my birthday, around my birthday. Kim Kardashian's house. Yes, yeah. yes, we, we do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, I pester them by playing trumpet solos outside <laughs> of their yard until they either throw me cash or throw me out. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that. A- yeah, thanks. Uh, that was actually a decent joke. <laughs> um, yeah. But I also like my birthday because it's in June, almost in July, and so I'm off for the summer. Oh, yeah. In yeah. middle of the summer, too, it's got to be a good time. All the- yeah. There's people who have birthdays right after Christmas or right yeah. before Christmas or yeah. right in the middle of, like, winter where it's, like, depressing and cold. Those people don't grow up, like, well-adjusted at all. Right. There's no way. You ever, right. you ever meet someone who has a birthday around Christmas? <laughs> There's something wrong yeah. with them. There's something yeah. missing. That's it is true. so sad. It is sad. I, although yeah. I have something kind of similar. My explain my strange perimeter (laughs) it's rained on nearly every one of my birthdays it's always rained on my birthday Mm, okay my birthday is towards the end of april oh wow oh interesting yeah so it was kind of weird because it's like even when it's a dry year too yeah dry year and it like gets a little misty like even if it's like a little drizzle like it's rained on a lot of my birthdays i think last year last year and maybe the year before I can count on maybe one hand, uh, num- like birthdays it hasn't rained on. Wow. Growing up. Wow. It's kind of weird, but I like that fact. It's pretty cool. It's kind of like, I'm the rainy birthday. Yeah. Guy. That's about as far as I like to go into my birthday. Yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. You're like, Oh, uh, I felt like the time to raining. have the party or like have the good time was like when I was a kid and now I'm an adult and it's, I don't know. There's something that feels very like, high fructose corn syrup about it yeah well a little indulgent or something yeah 
Yeah. yeah, exactly. Just kind of like narcissistic or something. Yeah. Like how big of an ego would be like, everyone, uh, you got to come <laughs> tell me how great I am. Right. I was shout out this day, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I get it. Really... I like it for the social aspects. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It's and like a reason to get together. Yeah. yeah. A reason yeah. to get together is always like fun. So, you know, yeah. it's, if it's just an excuse, I guess I wouldn't mind if I had all my friends over and be like, dude, you want to come over? It's my birthday, you know? Yeah. And we just had a good time. That'd be great. Yeah. But if they came over and they like made it about me. It's like, okay, uh, yeah, we can true. have like five minutes of this. You know? Yeah. Hand me a cupcake or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and let's change the subject. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had a really good birthday last year though. And it last was April. Jo- yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Went to the desert. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. Went and got an Airbnb in like Joshua Tree. Oh, yeah. Like I've never been, like- but I've just heard you now and Sam Cole talk about it too. Uh, it, 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 I will say that it is one of the few things I can say it is like what it's cracked up to be. And it is a really cool, fun place. I would go again. Yeah. And as cliche as it sounds, I just want to go do mushrooms in the fucking desert at yeah. Joshua Tree. Yeah. It is a good time. Oh, Amazing yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. And it can be that simple too. Yeah. And and I think that's a really cool too is, hey, it's something easy, something simple. Thank God. I don't have to be more interesting or complex to enjoy myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think if there's anywhere, that's the place to do it. Probably. Why'd you move to Lompoc? Uh, I needed a job. Really? They didn't <laughs> yeah. have jobs where you're from? Well, Which is not where, exactly. I don't know where you're from. You could be from a fucking cave for all I know. I'm from Calabasas. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> I grew up there. Oh, um, sorry. Oh, it's okay. Emotionally broken person, probably. I have no idea what Calabasas <laughs> is like. There's some nice areas. I mean, it's changed a lot, especially since like the advent of reality TV and the aforementioned Kardashians what? and stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's been built up more. It was always like a wealthy area. Um, but I think it's just become more so, especially as like, feels like the entire world, but especially like parts of Southern California are, you know, becoming even more densely populated. So Calabasas. There's a lot of homeless people. You're right. Yeah. I did know yeah. this. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm talking about like people like moving there and yeah. houses being yeah, of built. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, Calabasas uh, kind of became like an alternative to like going to, I don't know, Beverly Hills or something for mm. a lot of folks, whether they were famous or not but as long as they had money kind of thing. So it's really changed in that way um, and been put on the map because of that. And, you know, not just reality TV, but just kind of that era in general and like social media and kind of all of those cultural changes and things. Um, But when I lived there i don't know people would ask me like oh do you see the celebrities do you you know did you go to school with celebrities kids not really um one classmate who was in my year became a porn star nice (laughs) yeah um see i I grew up with people they didn't become porn (laughs) stars they just got only fans because yeah they were band geeks with no personalities and if they were sluts they could just get more attention yeah (laughs) but if you're a band geek you have a skill you can just play it i'm just kidding not not band geek but you know (laughs) yeah got it only fans was like they're they're peaking right now so yeah 
Yeah, well, OnlyFans wasn't a thing when I was finishing high school. <laughs> um, what a strange, strange world. Strange world, yeah. And um, I did see one celebrity, and I think the story is really cool. Um, I worked in between my summers at uh, away from college at this place, Davis Research. I was a phone interviewer, so I would call people and uh, chat them up enough to like ask them interview questions. And it wasn't uh, That's like... That's what I do with this podcast. That's crazy. Yeah, right? It wasn't a solicitation job, um, but a lot of times, you know, then and now, like, if you get a call from a stranger, it's kind of like, what the fuck is going on? So um, I, uh, I had to figure out, like, the best way to be approachable on the phone and get people to, like, want to chat. And it's not too hard with, like, an older person because yeah. they usually want to talk. Yeah, they're lonely. Um, they're dying soon. Probably, yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. the phone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's probably, I just realized that's probably why old people get scammed so much. Oh they're just happy God. someone wants to talk yeah. to them. They're yeah, just, oh, totally. They're like, I'll risk getting scammed just to right. have this communication right now. Which is sad. That's so unfortunate. Yeah, see, that's why I just want to fucking, <laughs> fucking yeah. check out. Early, yeah. Not, not early, early. Yeah. You know? Like, I got a couple things to do today. Yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but maybe next Monday or something. Yeah, like, I don't want to get that lonely. <laughs> yeah. As you were saying. Um, so I was on my lunch break from my gig. And um, if anyone has been to Calabasas or uh, whatever, they'll know about like the commons, which was and is like a hangout with shops and restaurants. Um, it's, you know, pretty fancy. Um, and you, you, especially more now, like when I would go there, like that was the place kind of that like in high school, like my friends and I would meet up and hang out and there was a movie theater, et cetera. Um, but, uh, and the, the shops were always like fancy, but they weren't at the level that they are now. Like there's a Rolex store now. Jesus I don't think it Christ. was there then. I didn't even know Rolex had stores. Right? That's hilarious. Yeah. And I remember exactly where I was. I think I was probably walking to go get lunch. Um, so I was going one way and coming on the, along the same path that way, um, walking the other way was Travis Barker. Nice. Yeah. Travis Barker. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? That's a cool one. That was, <sighs> yeah. I was like, what dork did you walk by? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who about? was it? But no, it was him and he's unmist it was unmistakably him. Yeah, it's not hard to find him. Mohawk neck tattoos, yeah. skinny guy. Yeah. Yeah. And in my him. mind, he at the time had a shaved head. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably a little more mature. But <laughs> oh, and he's with one of the fucking Cardos now too. Yes, isn't he? he is. God, that's one of wild. them. Jim. Yeah. I he's with someone. I would not have imagined that, that to happen. But yeah. anyway, so I was walking one way, he was going the other, and I looked at him. And then I looked again and um, did a double take, oh, and no. we smiled at each other. Oh, and that's sweet. So he then, knew. Oh, that, yes. I bet, they, I bet he gets that. I bet. Yeah. Like being famous is like when you're approached or you see recognition, it's like you're good right there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, and keep I, your in distance, my mind, but thank exactly. You for recognizing me. Yeah, exactly. I liked that he probably appreciated that that was the most interaction that I took it to, you know? You know what? I kind of like parade myself. I white knight myself in that way of like, 
Learns on celebrity. I'm not just keep it cool. Yeah. Bronson, you know, like just yeah. relax. So yeah. Nice. Play it cool kind of Fucking thing. Fucking eight. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah. Um, and so those are like, that's really the only, um, experience I can remember, like coming face to face with someone. Um, and then the, uh, the reason I ended up moving to Lompoc, uh, was because I graduated into the great recession from <laughs> college yeah. 2010. Jesus. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it was not a good time to find any kind of job. Wow. Um, and it's so interesting comparing it with now because in regards to like education, there are teacher shortages everywhere. Um, Why is that? Uh, let's just say uh, that we uh, collectively are realizing that we deserve more pay. Oh, uh, okay. That's been my whole life. Teachers have been saying that. So yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Well, and that still is the situation, but I think it's now like, uh, with being able to pursue other kinds of work yeah. or like do like remote jobs or whatever it is, maybe like teaching for private school online or whatever, you know, whatever marketable skill, um, that, we maybe found like while we were on lockdown, a lot of teachers have like left regular um, jobs to, you know, pursue that or to do the private school thing or yeah, whatever. I, I think what we're probably going to see is there's going to be such a demand for teachers. There's going to be a, yeah. a lot of people that shouldn't be teachers mm -hmm. filling those positions. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a lower level of quality mm -hmm. and it's going to really hurt the generation they're teaching mm. so it's kind of scary yeah to think about yeah and i think that's a beautiful thing about those teachers who just got sucky pay and mm -hmm. did it anyway mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> fucking good for them i'm not willing to die <laughs> on that cross but yeah edu educate kids right on yeah i think there's also gonna there's been a huge resurgence in like the value system that kids weren't really getting taught anymore in modern public school. And so there's a lot of homeschooling and a lot of like yeah. people who want to keep in their wheelhouse of ideologies, whether yeah. they're dramatic or fundamental yeah. or, you yeah. know, just kind of common sense, which, yeah. you know, I think every family has a variety of those, <laughs> in yeah. all of them. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how that meshes with uh, all the dumb, dumb kids get taught by the fucking nobodies becoming teachers now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's always going to be weird. It's always going to be the like weird public school kids yeah. and then the weirdo homeschool yeah. kids. Oh, but yeah. right now, like homeschool kids, all the kids I know that were homeschooled are like, oh, they're the normal people I like gravitate towards. <laughs> it's hilarious. I went to six high schools, two oh, damn. junior highs, oh, and my two gosh. elementary schools. So like, I'm like all over the fucking map. So like, yeah, I feel like I can like mesh well with other people. Like I know where they're coming yes. from. Yes. Because there's a, ver a version of someone in every goddamn high school. Like you yeah. think you're an original and it's like there is a cellular carbon copy of your ass named Margaret one town over right now. Yeah. You don't even know it. Yeah. So, yeah. That's kind of sucks. You're unique just like everyone else. Yeah. I feel sorry for the assholes who have to put up with other city Dallas right now. Yes. You know, stuck, yes. At, stuck in his shitty podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A couple of other clubs. You laugh too hard at that. You're like. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's okay for me to laugh because I am in the podcast right now. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I enjoy being a mocked a little bit, roasted a little bit. 
it's good for people. Yeah. People will know they're going to be okay. They're not too sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully I haven't offended you or roasted you yet, but we'll get there. As we know each other, it'll just start flying out. I'm totally offended. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think that the period after finishing college and before I got like a teaching job helped me build character (laughs) and it did make me really appreciate like finally getting a full-time teaching position and teaching music what I wanted to do obviously and what I got my credential in um and what happened was the school district in the aforementioned city uh was the first to offer me a job and so I said okay and I was you know living at my mom's house um I was 20 four about to be 25 and um i uh i got ready and picked out an apartment um my first apartment was what used to be called woodstone apartments on west pine avenue Mm -hmm. yeah and then i just left and drove in and my dad helped me move with a moving van and um that was pretty much it damn and that's how I got to Lombok. Were you not like, oh shit, I'm in this fucking place? <laughs> oh, that came later. <laughs> that came later? I would have immediately been like, this isn't Calabasas oh anymore. Oh my God. Well, this yeah. This isn't Kansabasas anymore. It there was it is. not. And I did recognize that, but I was just really determined to be able to get a job. And I kind of wanted it to be a little bit away from Calabasas. Like, I wanted to stay in California. Um, I do love California. Um, it's a perfect state. Yeah. Well, thank um, you. Physically. <laughs> I'm glad you visually agree. Visually and, yeah. you know, maybe not yeah. governmentally always, but. Well, yeah, <laughs> maybe, but. Um, financially always. Yeah. After having lived in Colorado for college, which I also loved, um, I knew, though, that California was where I wanted to come back to yeah. and end up. So. I had that much of it figured out. Um, But then I thought, I really just, you know, I'm tired of not being able to get a job and I really want to, and um, I want to move out and be on my own, et cetera. So I was at the point where I just thought, okay, anywhere in California, I'll apply and hope that somebody accepts me kind of thing. Um, I had not known where Lompoc was when they offered me a job interview so I asked if I could do a phone interview. <laughs> and um, I remember that I had been substitute teaching. That was what I did as well as teaching music lessons privately um, until I got the job offer. So I even remember like which school I was at when I was subbing and how it was like probably at like three o'clock at the end of the school day when they called oh, me, you know, for me to do yeah. the interview. Details. How yeah. Cool. How cool to have. Yeah. Um, and I remember like being in the empty classroom to like take the interview and having had it planned out, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. And, um, see like just immersed yourself like that for the yeah. phone interview. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Okay. I did. And then, yeah, they offered me the job and I was really excited and I didn't really know until that day. Like I didn't really look up like where you were going, where I was going. Yeah. Because I had been applying everywhere and didn't necessarily remember like the details on like yeah. what yeah, city was where. Was. Yeah. Um, and then I found out <laughs> bold of you the hard way you found out. I did. Jeez. And then, yeah, I got here in like 
because I was just so like relieved and excited to be like moving and going on my own and stuff. I didn't really mind about where I was going. Yeah. It was just, it was just the adventure either way. <laughs> yeah. I can appreciate that. I understand. Yeah. Sometimes you just need a change of scenery anyways. Yeah, you do. Cause no matter where you're going, there's someone there that's fed up with it. Yeah. You're like, hmm, fucking, True. I'll go to Calabasas. Someone's sick of it. Yeah. You know, vice yeah. versa, regardless of the, you know, median level income. Yeah. So. Yeah. Makes sense. Totally. Yeah. I have um, to go to the bathroom. Dude, me too. <laughs> this is a great pause. Yeah. Uh, and you can. By all means, yeah. ladies first. All right. Yeah. Um, so. I can share a little bit about the LCA just the, for the our LCA, listeners. Yeah. Because yeah, it's absolutely. good to this give is, us some publicity. This is to have yeah. uh, some sort of platform in this world. Uh, yeah. You know, not that you already don't, but. Yeah. By all means, use your outlet. Well, um, the LCA is the Lompoc Concert Association, and um, it's been itself for, I don't know, like 60 years, a really long time. I can almost guarantee that my grandfather had uh, something to do yeah. with them. Oh, I'm sure he did. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, sang choir and I think was in charge of... Uh, Maybe it was like... The Lompoc Master Chorale or something? I, I can't remember. I have to look at the old newspaper mm. clippings. But yeah. yeah, absolutely. How strange. Yeah. Small world. Yeah, totally. Well, it is still a thing. Mm. And um, we bring in performers. And they perform at the First United Methodist Church. Um, the next concert is this evening, February 11th. But um, we have one more for this season in March. Mm. Um, the website where you can find out about that is just lca.org. And right. it's great. I don't think that that many people know about us or about our concerts. So Yeah, um, no, I mean, this feels like all a new information for me. I thought it might be, yeah. yeah. So it's absolutely worthwhile um, because the music's great. It, it's different. It's not always like classical. I don't know what styles of music tonight's piano player will be performing um but heavy uh, metal probably hmm? heavy metal probably yeah probably yeah. the the concert in march i'm looking forward to because it's a brass quintet yeah which for anyone that doesn't know is usually um two trumpets a french horn a trombone and a tuba you say a french whore French horn. Oh, French horn. Okay. So <laughs> I was like, I'm in. Where's this at? He was, yeah. He was, you were waiting for that. <laughs> you were like, oh, something uh, edgy. <laughs> Brass quartets are yeah. not that edgy unless it is that. <laughs> well, it's really exciting that you have something like for you for concerts and you got someone brass getting you excited to yeah. see. Like, that's cool because there's people who have some niche interests and they don't have something to come into town for a concert True. for so yeah they're probably bumming a little yeah. harder than you might be yeah so that's pretty cool damn right i think yeah. that's positive thanks yeah are there a lot of people at these things or what or is we it pretty would like there to on? be more um yeah i understand I, i'd assume you'd like there to be more because i'm just now hearing about it i've yeah. grown up here so well right it's like it's an older crowd yeah they're not um, on facebook no, they're, <laughs> they're not. not on Instagram. No, they're not. That is something that we have been adding slowly, um, but surely though. Like we have an Instagram now. I think oh, it's shit. just there LCA um, is the Instagram, and um, 
we have a Facebook page now as well. Yeah. And um, a little late, but okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And Facebook, some of, the dead medium of social media. Right on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, you guys got a vine by chance? <laughs> Oh, uh, no, but we do have a world star. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> world star. That's funny. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's cool, though. Um, we do, like, usually, like, coming out of COVID, uh, before and now we're doing about four concerts per season. Mm -hmm. And the season usually, like, starts in September and goes till, like, March or April. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So you still having someone. That's very nice. Yeah. It's a lot better than no one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is there is there some um, objective person that you're trying to get to Lompo? Um, not particularly, but the way that it works with booking musicians is uh, there are different tiers, and with each higher tier means that like more the money. performers will cost more yeah. and be more expensive and they'll have like more like lighting and performance needs. So we usually have to stick within like the first two tiers or so because you know, yeah, that's the size reasons. of our budget. Yeah. yeah. Totally understandable. But it would also be really cool if, if or when the Lompoc feeder like rises oh, again, I like we've all been talking about your entire it. life. Yeah. The and of my life. yeah, it's like such a storied theater, but, um, I want to tell you something super cringy yeah. when you're done. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Anyway, that's another aspect. And I know that in the olden days, the LCA concerts were held at that theater too. Really? Okay. That's how old the LCA wow. is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Point taken. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so this is just like a little like childish uh, dream of mine, but I've always wanted to either film a stand-up special or just do a hour-long show at the Lompoc Theater. Hell yeah! Like that would be super cool. Like yeah. if like a little wish list, dream list, bucket list type thing. Yeah. And uh, it, oh it sounds gosh. it sounds super like corny and silly, but like. No. To, to me, like, so. I'm still, like, tasting the corn and cheese in, in the statement. So yeah. <laughs> it's there. Yeah. But um, so thank you. But, yeah, that's where I'm coming from when yeah. I think about the Lompoc Theater. That's also, cool. I wish there was some midnight horror movie place. And yeah. we, I can just, like, Hell fucking, yeah. oh, God. Yeah. Just want something like that without having to go to a, a disgusting city where I have to step over everyone's <laughs> used needles. And yeah. the, the society, the rejects of society that aren't my friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Uh, all those other rejects can get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. You're smelling up. You're staking the play. I yeah. I, yeah. I actually lost my olfactory senses and I don't smell anymore. Really? Yeah. It's awful. Did you have the Rona? Um, I don't think I did, but I certainly couldn't smell or taste for Thanksgiving. So oh, that shit. sucked. Ruined that holiday. Really? Yeah. I have not Like that was when that happened? Yeah. Yeah. Can't, still can't smell anything to this day. You maybe you had it and it just you know was real mild and yeah. mostly asymptomatic except for that. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I I've heard about that and I've heard that it does come back. It just takes a long ass time. A long ass time. That's what I mean. And that like certain There's little things. Certain yeah, certain little things will come back. I've but. I've noticed the certain things that have kind of been introduced in my life after I can kind of smell, but just barely. Just yeah. Very faintly. I also heard, yeah, that like 
Uh, I don't know if it would be called smell therapy or what, but I've heard that that can also help. I, you know, and I've tried some little things, mm -hmm. but not diligently. So maybe mm. there's something to it and I just need to put more effort and consistency yeah. in it. But, um, I think that, uh, it's also kind of been super interesting for me personally, because I don't actually feel like I'm anywhere. I feel like I'm like watching a movie oh, or things happening. How weird. Kind of feel like I know that feeling. You know the feeling where you're like, I'm not actually here right now. Like I'm very dissociated. Yes. That's what it feels like. I feel very dissociated from it because there's no immersion into my surroundings because mm -hmm. the smell is not there. Right. Biggest memory perceptor is your sense of smell. Yeah. So I feel like I'm in a new place all the time. Like that's what it feels like. Is I, I, it takes me a second to like readjust to my surroundings. Wow. Even from that, like every wow, so yeah, it, it is something I wasn't like totally aware of, but it's given me like a really, really weird, um, I don't need like a bubble of, I don't know, something around me. Yeah, it's strange. I also, um, I I haven't smelled a fart in like <laughs> 10, 12 weeks. It's been yeah. that's been a plus. Yeah, yeah. yeah I have absolutely. no concept of like. I think I fucking farted in the work truck and my coworkers like, God damn dude. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I have no idea yeah. what you're going through right now, pal. Yeah. Sorry. Not sorry. So that's kind of like oh. a weird toss up. But yeah. It's also really interesting because it's kind of like a superpower. Yeah. Cause like before I used to be a little bitch about things that yeah. smelled bad or funny. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm I don't like the way that pretty sensitive to yeah. that. Yeah. So, oh, so that's pretty nice. <laughs> um, I can't cry because of it, which sucks. Yeah. Because I'll feel emotional and feel oh, the need bizarre. to. And I can't have tears come out. Yeah. And that's very strange to me. Yeah. Wow. I wonder like it just like fucked up the tear ducts up there or I'm actually just an emotional shell of a person and it's not actually, or oh, emotionless well, shell of a person's not there. Maybe it's like your brain is telling your tear ducts not to leak out because you need to save your energy to compensate for not being able to smell or taste things well. That's a really insightful take. I like the, that I think I'd go with that. Thanks. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I believe it. Something, something to do with like instincts or like preserving like what yeah. that could be used for. And it's like, Hey, you don't need to cry right now, bitch. You need to survive the lion around the corner. Yeah. You know, some yeah. like weird deep amygdala caveman thing. Getting <laughs> yeah. All yeah. Hardwired. Yeah. Interesting. Thanks for letting me talk about my nose and smelling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's bizarre, though. Um, have you had, if you don't mind me asking, all the COVID shots? No, I haven't had any of them. Um, oh, shit. There's been, okay. which it's been so uh, kind of like, it's been nice that everyone like kind of stopped bringing them up and all the, the uh, commercials on the radio because mm -hmm. when you work in a, like a blue collar job the radio is always on yeah it's just the um i can't call it anything other than propaganda now yeah i'm not one of those people who is just like extremely like anti-vaccines or mm -hmm. things like that because i think it's pretty smart if there's a thing out there killing a bunch of people and then there's someone that says hey we made this thing it helps you not get sick mm -hmm. like first instinct yeah absolutely you should probably be going and taking that thing right? yeah i was personally, I was like, I'm going to wait and see what mm -hmm. the first few rounds of uh, things mm. go. And, yeah. um, turns out it's been really bad for young men, my age for their hearts. 
And mm. there's a extreme, the VAERS reports of uh, vaccine injuries or vaccine injury, injury related deaths is like been super frightening mm -hmm. and makes me feel very fortunate to, that I didn't. Okay. Also, in the same vein, makes me kind of, no pun intended. I don't know if you put this needle in a vein, but it <laughs> makes me, makes me like worried about, um, people like friend like young, other friends of mine young young men like i don't i don't want something bad to happen to them mm -hmm. i'd rather them just get the shot and then it never has any bad side effects yeah that'd be wow. great that's my like biggest thing because yeah. a lot of people like split split the road with that yeah and memes are funny and like edgy jokes about it are funny and you know taking a side and your like little lizard brain like ways fun but at the end of the day I, I have family members who got it. And I have family members who didn't get it. And mm -hmm. it's very stressful. Yeah. Because I don't want one of them to die from COVID because yeah. they didn't get it. And I don't want the other one to die from the shot because it was rushed and it wasn't efficacy mm -hmm. wasn't proven. Mm -hmm. Kind of a toss up. Also, really uncomfortable situation, conversation for a lot yeah. of people. Totally yeah. makes sense that like, yeah. So I don't mind you asking, by the way. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. I'm always curious about how like, people's experiences with COVID are affected, you know, whether they had the shots or not. So yeah. that's partly why I asked. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. And I mean, I want to ask, but it also sounds like a little, like, I don't want to come off like I'm trying to like prove my point or mm -hmm. my stance or opinion on something. Mm -hmm. Right. But I do want to know like, Hey, like, do you get any weird side effects? Like what's going on? Like, do you wish you had taken it? But, um, yeah, I'm just seeing a lot more, uh, contradictory mm. evidence towards it, mm -hmm. it, it this late um past so yeah personally i'm glad i didn't take it for now yeah. you know and i had covid before and i couldn't taste that was awful yeah i, I thought i spent a hundred dollars on a steak that sucked yeah i was at dinner yeah. and i was like oh my god yeah this thing yeah. sucks like, i can't this believe this doesn't taste like it, it was a hundred dollars yeah yeah no yeah. kidding so i was pissed wow. turns out i had covid so it was a big relief yeah, yeah. So maybe I'll, I guess. maybe I'll go yeah. back to that rest. You're like, I guess. One time I was eating an apple and I got really worried because I couldn't taste anything about the apple. And then I went and mm. ate something else and I think it was like pretzels, you know. Yeah. So as long as I could taste the salt, I knew it was fine. Yeah. And I was. Okay. So it wasn't me. It was just the shitty apple. <laughs> you didn't worry that you lost your taste when you're watching like Grey's Anatomy and the spinoff shows? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, maybe in a different way I lost my taste. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I have never seen them. I have no idea what they're like. They might yeah. be very good shows. Yeah. I but mean, it, that's, it the only, that's the only That's the only data I could go off, sister. Sorry. It depends. <laughs> on what you're coming to the show to get out of it i guess yeah that's fair hot guys i'm in Sounds good. <laughs> yeah and a lot of drama it's really interesting and especially nowadays the topics that are approached in the show grays and station 19 are very important and contemporary yeah like oh, having how they had stay covid like around. meredith gray the protagonist mm -hmm. like she almost dies from having it Sucks. and she's like 50 yeah. you know oh. and healthy otherwise um, and, uh, one of the firemen in the show station 19 is black and ends up getting arrested essentially oh, because shit. it's like a wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. Kind of black. Thing. You were, yeah. you were being black over yeah. here. Yeah, exactly. That's so wild. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good. They're yeah. still, still being relevant out there. Yeah. So that's also what I really appreciate about the show is like, 
it's part of being any kind of artist, I think, is reflecting upon the times that you live in. Yeah, I mean, it's, I feel like it's like one of the only ways to stay relevant or to yeah. be relevant. Yeah. Just to, you know, it might, it might age some things when you look back on them, but I mean, there are reference points. Yeah. There's a really important punctuation to have. Yeah. Like when you look back at like certain mediums and you go, oh, Jesus, that doesn't hold up. It's like, no, but like that was cutting edge then. Yeah. And that was really important then. And now we have that to look back on. A lot of people didn't like history class growing up. They're like, geez, these old ideas don't hold up so well. And it's like, <laughs> that's why we're learning about it. Cause right? some asshole's gonna have the same idea and we're gonna be like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Look back over here, you see yeah. what this regime did? Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's, I, I, I concur is what I'm trying to say yeah. in way many more words. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's good to elaborate in that uh, situation though. Yeah. Yeah, it's important. See, I just like shows where like people are getting like killed and they're fucking <laughs> and there's, you know, things like that. So, so like any specific examples? Um, <laughs> my favorite show that I've ever seen, and it's a very big statement, very bold statement. I understand the weight of it. If I were a person, I would say, I have all the shows I've ever seen. My favorite is Mr. In Between. Mm, okay. It, it is this Australian program on FX or FXX about this um, kind of underworld uh, hitman or oh, like shit. he kills people. Oh, interesting. And he is also kind of a normal guy who goes on a date with a girl he meets at a park and he has a daughter with his ex-wife and mm -hmm. he has to, you know, he has a brother he has to take care of and things like that. And so it just, there's a real heaviness and realism to his like, you know, identity outside of the crime world and what he has to do in the crime world and that dichotomy makes me feel like very yeah. attached and very immersed in it yeah i think that shows fucked me up yeah more and like made me feel something in a way that i'm not getting from a lot of other things so it has made you think too absolutely yeah yeah that's always a powerful show too when like you think about it after you stop watching the episode yeah yeah or like real. want to discuss it and uh you know conversely it's really nice when it takes your mind off of everything you have going on and going through and yeah. you're only thinking yeah. about the show you and know? that too so yeah like, Fuck, i'm thinking yeah. about it but it's because i can't think about anything else yeah yeah so that's important i wa i started watching it when i worked at um Skyview, uh, Los Alamos. Mm -hmm. I was the night auditor, so I'd spent eight hours alone at night. Yeah, there's a lot of downtime, not oh. a lot of customers coming through. Yeah, what and is it's Skyview? A small town. It's this resort oh, uh, motel okay. place in yeah. Los Alamos, up on the hill. They yeah. remodeled this old. Yeah, you know the one. Since I moved to Orchid, yeah, I've when I go like south on mm -hmm. the 101, now I you pass by that. Yeah, part so of it. I yeah, I got to just watch cars drive by at night for a couple of years. Yeah, and it was. Uh, one of the more formative things in my life, and I really loved that job. So yeah, wow. I think back very fondly that uh, mm -hmm. that show and all the different things. And honestly, it was a big help in starting the podcast. I did my first couple really? podcasts there that I never even released. I did them like solo on a microphone that I oh, plugged that's into cool. my phone. Wow, yeah, they were really. Uh, I still have them somewhere. I want to like release them or have like a a little like Patreon or like a little like special thing for you know someone who's actually interested don't yeah. have to waste their time yeah 
Yeah. Or just call it like, listen, if you dare. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that's the whole fucking show. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I mean, the setting middle of the night out there on Los Alamos, it's so dark out there too. I always think about that when I'm driving. It seems like it's always at night when I'm like driving back from somewhere to go back to Orchid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a little creepy and something I learned is foxes have the creepiest and scariest little noise and howl they make at night. It sounds oh, like a woman is being like choked and like raped and beaten and oh. murdered. And that's just a fox just oh running my around. God. Yeah, I know. So I just be like, like walking around. It slowly <laughs> evolved from like me walking around with like, a, like a knife to like a BB gun to like a gun. And then yeah. just like being petrified all the time of yeah. like fucking things coming out. And I think I only had one instance of like confrontation the whole time I worked there. And I just had the sheriff deputy come. With like a, kinda, another person? Yeah, yeah, like with another Not person an who like wouldn't it was harassing someone <laughs> yeah, yeah. um at the hotel and Yeah. I had to just kind of put hands on him and like push him away and like yeah. get him out of there. And yeah. I was like, that was easy. Yeah. That was nothing. Yeah. That was so much better. Yeah. So Wow. Wasn't no screaming fox. Yeah. But I hate foxes now. Yeah. They're cute, but fuck them. Yeah. Like, I I don't know that I've heard the sound of a fox screaming, but I think I've like at least heard it be talked about. And I'm kind of imagining that is it anything like an alley cat that's like yowling? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. It's like yeah. that, you know? It's yeah. Because like, that sound, I mean, it's less scary probably because like when we hear that, we know what that is, you know? Yeah. But it still is kind of disturbing. Uh, when it is 2 a.m., it's yeah. completely dark out. You yeah. see no one, you hear no, yeah. no one. And then everyone, once in a while, the 101 <laughs> would be. Have oh no cars yeah! On it. Oh hell and yeah! And then you just hear this like, yeah. Like, oh my god! Fuck, oh Jesus yeah! Fox. Oh absolutely! You know, you're, yeah, you're, no, you're, that's you're terrifying. Petrified. Yeah, yeah. So I, I got, I got like comfortable being cat. scared though. It got, it got yeah. to be a lot of fun of like, yeah. See how I can scare myself tonight. Yeah, yeah. You were like, I'm gonna make this more interesting by wanting to jump out of my skin. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I'd, I'd watch like scary movies there. I'd watch horror movies. I'd yeah. listen to like horror podcasts and stuff where they tell fucking just spooky embrace stories. it. Yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Well, I'm sure you have a concert to get to. You want to wrap this up? Perhaps. Perhaps. Sure. We don't have to. We don't have to push it, but we can also keep going. Yeah. I don't know. Um, either way. Either it's way. 640. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's give you some wiggle room to uh, prepare for your, the rest of your day. Yeah. I always find myself like dying after these. It's a little draining. Is it? Get a little, not draining, but... You give a lot of yourself, right? Yeah. How often do you get to talk or talk to someone or about yourself like that long? True. You know? Yeah. I get more practice at it, so I'm yeah. good at talking about myself. I'm a fat ego of a head. <laughs> but yeah. Is there anything that uh, I could ask you or anything that you'd like to talk about that you're hoping to kind of... I'm always curious what people uh, expect out of a podcast, or even, even just mine. Well, just to share my side of... The COVID vaccines, I guess. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. I got to say my whole stupid spiel. Yes, Come on. Let's indeed. Well, I've had all the shots, like the first one and then the two boosters since then. So mm -hmm. like the most recent available booster I got in September of 2022, you know, yeah. each time I've been totally fine, yeah. like a yeah. little bit of nausea and like arm soreness. Mm -hmm. um, 
And the one thing that I won't do again is get the flu shot in one arm and the COVID booster in the other. Did you get it the same time? Yep. Oh, that's gnarly. It was kind of terrible. Yeah. The only reason I kind of did that was because it was the weekend before we were going to be moving Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I just needed to get it out of the way. Oh, okay. Um, and obligations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I actually, for the very first shots, when those were available, um, I was able to get it early because of being a teacher. Nice. Yeah. That's cool. So I had the sweet hookup mm-hmm. and I remember I had to drive to Solvang to the CVS out there mm-hmm. because like that was one of the locations in our whole area that had them so funny. at the time. And um, I just felt really, it'll sound silly, but I felt really alive after felt I got really the alive shot. alive after yes. you got the shot? You're like, I yeah. got it. I'm here. I'm present. You yeah. were doing the contemporary thing, though. It's good, I was. Right? And it was the Johnson & Johnson shot, which mm-hmm. not like even a thir- month later. The, Dave Chappelle said it's like the third best option. It was, <laughs> but it was what was available yeah. and, you know, whatever. God, they um, don't give a fuck about teachers out there, do they? I guess not. Like, We're not going to pay well, them enough and did, give them the third best. They did option. give us a vaccine clinic, but they didn't have that set up until a little bit after I had already gotten mine. Mm-hmm. So um, that's all right. But anyway, the J&J shot was the one that then was temporarily recalled because yeah. of the blood clots in young women under 40 oh, no. who were taking birth control. Oh. You know, that was, those that were the categories. Like, yeah. All those boxes. Yeah. But I actually, I'm doing something else for uh, birth control at the moment. I'm not like taking a pill. So, Anal. um, I get it. Yeah. So <laughs> everything else though was, you know, yeah. was understood that demographic. Um, and, uh, so, you know, even with that, like I was fine and I understood that the chances of it happening were still less than one in a million. Yeah, of course. And I think that, you know, calculated risk, if someone wants to take care of themselves, I don't see a problem in it. I mean, yeah. At this point, I, I feel like conversations come and gone, but like, yeah, like when the, it was first coming out, it's like, yeah, absolutely. Like if your health is compromised, like you're not going to get magically healthier, like especially for people who are largely overweight or mm-hmm. they're elderly. It's like right. you're not going to age in reverse and you're not going to lose all that weight and um, magically have a metabolically perfect system True. for a while. Get it, right? Like, yeah. Why wouldn't you get it? it yeah. Makes a lot of sense. But, uh, yeah. So thank you for sharing. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Yeah. Because, like I said, like I would love to talk to people about those kind of things. It's interesting. kind of like a walking on eggshells thing because it mm-hmm. was a very... And still is for some people like a contentious subject. Yeah. You know, a lot of people were scared and a lot of people were put in very uncomfortable situations and positions. And, you know, some people found out they would be the kind of person that would spy on their neighbor, tattle on their neighbor, or someone found out they're like, maybe I fucking don't want people to know what the hell I'm doing or Mm -hmm. getting shot with. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely uh, something I'll never forget. Yeah. It's just that weird era where just like, stumbling out of it's kind of bizarre yeah uh that's, that's yeah an understatement but yeah yeah well uh, i hope to do this again sometime mm-hmm. and i really uh hope to see you do comedy again too oh uh, my goodness too, so okay well with that amount of encouragement i will let me know that i will do it again it can pro- it can only get nah, not not that it was bad, but I'm saying it, it gets even better and more fun and like like that night I got to have in November like just for me personally like I don't know what everyone else thought but that was a big deal for me and it made yeah. me feel really good. Oh, I was um, like, oh, it's never gone that smoothly. Fuck yeah, yeah that was good. Your set was really good. 
I'm not looking for compliments, sweetheart. Don't I know, but it was. say that. Don't, <laughs> don't. I'm blushing. Trying to exit this podcast with a cool collection here. Yeah, but Calm, we cool do have to end on something positive, too. Right. So <laughs> that's something positive. Oh, no, I'm oh, just shit. kidding. Oh, <laughs> You're like, no. oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, no. Uh, not that. <laughs> Avoid positive people. <laughs> Seek yeah. out negative people. <laughs> That's beautiful. I like that. I'm going to name the episode that. Avoid positive people. Oh, absolutely. That sounds great. I, I subscribe to that. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. Tiff. Dallas. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. It's been a real pleasure. Glad we got to do it here. And uh, can't wait to talk to you and Casey again. Yeah. In real life. <laughs> of course. And off the air.